Hello, colleagues. Hello, friends. And welcome to The Corporation, a podcast that's too fun to fail. I'm your host, Dean Ardenfeld, coming to you from quarantine in my basement studio apartment. Each week, I call up two employees of Hogswood Cooper Media, the worldwide conglomerate that owns everything from factory farms to tech startups. Together, we'll learn about and celebrate the folks who work for the many subsidiaries of this remarkable company. As always, I'm required to state that I am not employed by Hogswood Cooper. But boy, am I a fan, and I think you're going to be too. So let's get into it, shall we? My first guest is the host of Money Tomorrow. He has entertained millions over the years with his red-hot stock tips, personal financial advice, wacky sound effects, and silly wigs. In his spare time, he enjoys competitive bubble blowing. Please welcome Bobby Creel, everybody. Bobby. <laughs> yes, yes, Dean, what's up? I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh, okay, all right. I mean, you've, you've come in hot here. Yeah. I, I really appreciate all the enthusiasm and energy. Yeah, yeah, uh, we're coming in hot, your personality. hot, hot, hot. Like the, like, like the Dow, the Dow's been on fire this past week. You believe this? This has been crazy, crazy. <laughs> I, I'm trying to keep up and it's hard because I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not really up on all this stuff, and I, I rely a lot on uh, a lot of the fun, silly infographics and, and enthusiastic uh, sort of games that you play on your show to, to form the basis for my personal financial literacy. Yeah, is that, that's, is that what, yeah, that's, that's what I want. I want that. I want people there. I want them playing games with their money. That's what I want. I want them play. They, the more games that they play with their money, the more they're going to win. That's, that's, that's how it works. you got to play to win. And you go and you take your hard-earned money and you put it in the market. A lot of people are scared right now. I don't think they should be. They shouldn't be scared. No, no, no. No, they shouldn't be. No. You don't think they should be? You just compared, though, uh, so, like someone putting their own personal money, their hard-earned money into the markets as a, as a literal gambling. Uh, and that is exactly how I see it. It's, it's, it's a lot. Of, it's gambling. It's gambling. I mean, the market's gambling. Everyone knows that there's no there's no problem with that. That's why, I mean, when you think about it, we had pensions back in the day, and pensions were safe. Pensions are going. They're going to 401k. Why? Because America likes to play. We like to play games. We like to roll the dice, baby. And since we've always been on top, and we rule the world eventually people's uh you know stuff's gonna they're gonna make their money on stocks you know up until uh recently now we uh, yeah that might have changed a little bit but uh, we'll be back america's always back what what has changed exactly about uh the markets right now well, I mean, there's a lot going on. I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. You know, the world economy, especially the U.S., has stopped completely virtually. So that's, you know, that typically isn't good for the market. The market doesn't like that when the economy stops, when commerce stops in a growth economy and it's just shut down. It's, uh, you know, but we'll be right back. We'll just, you know, we're raring to go. And uh, uh, our president was talking about it. We're raring to go. You go. And uh, once once it comes back, everything come back online. Everyone go back to work. It'll all be the same. It'll all be good. So no you problem. think it's all going to go back? to normal by yeah, yeah. Easter or so. Yeah, yeah, by Easter. Uh, Easter, I know they're saying that, uh, you know, some some uh, with this thing, it might uh, it peak uh, after that. But, uh, you know, uh, I think that the market will hold on but, uh, until then. And it'll be pretty soon we'll be all uh, back to work. We're, we're, we're looking to get back to work. Everyone's looking to get back to work and everyone will just go right back to work and it'll be like it didn't happen. We, we had like a summer vacation, a summer vacation from school. Yeah, just summer vacation and then it went over and then you went back to school. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that makes total sense. Well, I, I mean, I this is very fascinating, and I appreciate all this, like, basically free financial advice that we, you're giving to my listeners right now. But I'd like to know a little about you personally. Um, you know, I, I know that you, uh, you know, you went to Stanford and you and you worked at Lehman Brothers, and and a lot of people say that the advice that you're giving out are, uh, you know, to your list to your to your viewers is like is like an active 
deception of the lower class, like that 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 you're leading them into something that might actually uh, actually bankrupt them. Uh, how do you respond to that? I mean, you're just trying to co- help the lower classes move into the upper class. Well, you right? know, you know, it's it's funny because uh, I know why you're saying that. We we can address what you're saying in a minute, but I know why you're saying it. And yeah, uh, you, you know, you you were you have been talking to people at Goldman, haven't you? That's what's happening. You're talking to Goldman Sachs, and you'd come in try and sandbag me with the information. Well, I tell you, you know, Goldman, they never liked me at Goldman. Okay, you know, they didn't, they didn't like me. J.P. Morgan Chase, you know, Jamie Dimon, he hated me, you know, when I was at Lehman. When I was at Lehman, I was making a ton of money, okay? And now I'm making a ton of money. I can make you a ton of money right now. And people are saying, well, you don't want to do that to the, the, the poorer people, the middle, lower middle class, middle class that don't know how to. Well, if they don't know, they don't know what they're getting into. They know what they're getting into with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> they know what they're getting into sure, with me. Sure. I, I'm, I don't know for a fact, but I think that you might have talked to Lloyd Blankfein and uh, you might be in on it. I don't know. Oh, well, well, okay. You give me uh, too much credit, I think, in in my research. Really, I, I was really just asking about your your background, and and uh, and, and I'm, I'm a huge fan, and I, uh, I I enjoy watching your program. Uh, you have some some really fun games that yeah, you play. Yeah, sure Maybe do. You tell our listeners about the games. Oh yeah. Oh, you're doing your own sound effects. <laughs> yeah, the sound effects are in the studio. Honky honky. So I gotta do them on my own right yeah. now. Yeah. I'm oh, quarantined yeah. too, you know. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And I mean, just like every other uh, television host right now, you're doing your program from your home, which uh, it, it's uh, it, it sounds like it's it's scaring your animals uh, for one. <laughs> but uh, it must be difficult for you to do a, a financial uh, show of with with as much of a production budget as yours has in your own home. I am so good. I don't need the production. I could just go and just turn on the light and I just go. I just go. I because I'm like Jonesy from uh, Police Academy. You know that. <laughs> Like the, the sure. voices I can, you know, they were going to hire me oh. as Jonesy in police Academy series, you know, uh, Winslow, you know him, right? He was a very oh, funny yeah. guy. They wanted to hire me the last minute they went with him, but I, I can do a lot wow. of good voices, a motorboat, ready? <laughs> I can do it all. My goodness. My goodness. I mean, I, I feel I have to say to my listeners right now that like, you can't see this right now, but this is genuinely coming out of his mouth. All those sounds that you, I'm sure my listeners are like, why you, they must have laid in a motorboat sound there but no that's uh this is all bobby um that well that's so exciting so uh, one of my favorite i have some favorite games and i thought maybe if i uh if i shouted out the name of one of your games you could tell the uh, my audience what the what the objective absolutely of absolutely that'd be show. fun that'd be fun we can play um so uh you have one called don't burst my bubble this is a super fun one why don't you tell us about that one yeah don't burst my bubble it's i mean that that's a game where it's like if <laughs> basically you got to talk about you i'm going to talk about uh, the whole episode i'm going to talk about a show and not mention a bubble that's going on whether it's the education bubble that's out there the derivative bubble whatever bubble financial bubble that's out there because there are a lot of them right now and they're all popping simultaneously which could become problematic for the economy at some point but we won't go into that but but the whole episode is don't pop my bubble is i have to go through the whole episode and if i pop my bubble all of a sudden the the, the my producer comes in and you go pop 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 and then I'm caught. You know what I mean? I'm caught. I popped the bubble. Wow. Wow. I mean, I'll be honest. Like, I, I, I don't 100% understand the object of the game on TV. And it, and it's 
uh, it's less clear now, but I, I appreciate you attempting uh, to explain it to me. Uh, and and I, you know, I'm not I'm not the smartest with it when it comes to financial stuff. What about uh, 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 Bunker Buddies? What's that one about? <laughs> Bunker Buddies is great. Bunker Buddies is what I do is I try and find the oldest person in America, and I try and go and and I'd say, you were you in World War Two? <laughs> were, 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 were you in the bunkers? Were you <laughs> back when we fought hand to hand combat? Were you <laughs> did you do any of that? And then I say, what was the best stock when you were a kid? And then, and then, and then they say like Ford, and I just laugh at them, <laughs> laughing at the old people. <laughs> wow, wow, yeah, that is that is a fun, that's a fun, uh, a fun game, and that actually brings me to my other one. You have a little coda to that game called Sacrifice the Elderly, which is just more of a, a financial advice thing. Well, because they're not about? productive, they suck on the economy. Look, look, right, elderly right. and children are succubants to the global economy, especially the U.S. economy. They suck it dry. They suck. They, they're vampire vampire. And they, 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 they want to suck the economic life out of us. Well, we need that. We do. We don't need that. They eventually the kids will grow up. The old people, they're just a suck on it. It's incredible to get just to kind of a live performance of, uh, of this and very exciting. Um, so uh, Bl- Bloomberg News recently accused you of um, um, losing the middle class more money and bad stock advice than any single individual. So I really I just was wondering, why is Bloomberg on this witch hunt? Against yeah, you? yeah, yeah. I was proud of that one because I had never I had never really won anything you know, in the eyes. So to be number one, it was it was quite the honor. It was quite the honor to, to be number one sure. on Bloomberg. So, yeah, I'm very I'm very excited about that. So it's like it's a, to you. You see it as like a like an actual award almost. Yeah, yeah. They it was they didn't give me an award. I was a little disappointed that they give me an award. You, you lost the most Amer- middle class Americans money. <laughs> they, they, they and didn't. is that how you feel? Do you do you feel as though you're 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 actually doing that, losing uh, the middle class more money I, I, than any? I mean, it's, I, I, if they lose it, I I don't like I don't. You know, I'm an entertainer. I'm an entertainer. <laughs> Wow! All, all coming straight from his own mouth, folks. Uh, all wow. That's so. You don't take any like uh, responsibility past entertaining your audience and and informing them in some way. And if whatever decision they make after that, you don't take responsibility. Well, well I, I do. I do. I uh, at times, you know, it hurts when I hear that. Someone, Are you okay? You're getting a little flush. It seems I, like you're. It's. Are you okay? I. I'm just a little freaking out, man. It's, I've been in this room. I haven't left the room. I can't get the takeout, you know, and I just haven't left the room. And so I'm a little, yeah, I live, I live alone in a studio in New York and it's just me. It's just me and the, the cat and the cat. And I, it's hard to talk to people. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking, I'm freaking oh, out. Oh, wow. I, I'm sorry to hear that. I, I, I understand it. It gets a little, uh, a little lonely and, and I, and I know that, uh, you know, your entire camera, like your camera crew and everybody like they're they've all been sent home. So you're doing your show just with stuff you have around your apartment uh, and an iPhone right now, which has got to be difficult for you and your and your cats. <laughs> it's very difficult. Thank you for asking. How are you doing? Yeah. Um, uh, oh, I, I, oh, uh, you don't need to be uh, concerned about me. I'm uh, I'm fine. I'll 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 be fine. Um, I, I, I wanted to ask you um, real quick. Um, you have a book coming out um, called Just the Tip stocks i'd like to insert into your portfolio and i was just wondering um if you'd tell us a little about that it's yeah. exciting i got it when, when i was having sex that's when i came up with the idea because i Is used the so? analogy yeah it was when i was having sex i was thrusting i was thrusting and mid thrust you know i didn't want to i had a problem with premature ejaculation at one point it's not a problem anymore it's, i have a pill for that but this woman and i were having a great time having sexual energy and i did i lasted wow. a long time i lasted i gotta make a book out of it so i made the book out of it it's great it's great so when you read it think of me having sex 
have sex with a woman. <laughs> I, I will. I will. Thank you very much for that image. And I, I'm, I'm just reading the title over again, trying to find the sexual uh, part of it. it oh, it's riddled with sexual innuendos it's throughout the whole very thing. Su- very, very subtle. <laughs> and are you going to be telling the story of you having sexual intercourse in the book? In, in no, no, that's a good idea. Oh. Is that maybe a forward or an afterward or something? Yeah, I'm going to have to. Maybe a sequel. You, hey, do you write books? Do you want to help me? <laughs> we oh, did, write you it? Not, did you not? Did you not write this? No, no, and someone else wrote it for me. If you write it, we could talk all about my sexual conquests. It'd be great. Wow, that sounds like a project I'd be interested in. I, I don't know that I'd be the one with the skills to do it. No, I'd you can, you can. No, no one has skills anymore. I'm, it's like Mad Max out there. <laughs> what is your uh, prediction for what it's going to look like? I mean, obviously, we know that Trump's going to have everything open by Easter again, and we're going to have a summer vacation and then go back to the regular economy. But let's say for some strange reason, uh, an, another six to 12 months um, many things are closed. The economy is, is slowed or shut down entirely. What's your prediction for what happens uh, at that point or after that? Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to sound like a real gold bug right now. So all you gold bugs listening that usually hate me, you're going to be in love with me right now. Because if that happens, I'll tell you what's going to happen, right? We're going to have a deflationary period where no one's working and we go into a slight deflationary uh, uh, period here where prices come down. You're starting to see that with oil. Oil has come way down. It's almost down. I, I saw in Kentucky, I think it was a dollar fifty a gallon. It's gonna come way down. Prices are gonna come down. Everyone's gonna get. Uh, they're gonna keep dropping money out of airplanes. They keep right two point two trillion. They're gonna come over the four trillion. But next, that was what they were talking about. They're gonna drop money out of airplanes sure. on us. The Fed rates are already at zero, so they're gonna drop money on us, right? They're gonna keep keep feeding us, feeding us, feeding us. When we go back to work, everything will eventually think that they're okay, right? But there's something called the velocity of currency, and the velocity of currency is when the actual money comes out because people will be hoarding it at first, but then. When it comes out, sure. then you're going to see a spike in inflation and in impossibly even hyperinflation. <laughs> that's what that's a, if that were to happen. But we're going to open up by Easter, so we're fine. Right, right, right. Well, thank you for going down that road with me. It's uh, it's purely rhetorical at this point, I'm, I'm sure. Um, well, um, folks, my second guest today, uh, he's been in the background of more romantic moments than anyone knows. But before we get to that, we're going to pause and hear a quick word from our sponsor. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Corporation is brought to you by Vermont Comedy Club, a world-class comedy theater in Burlington, Vermont. On March 13, 2020, the club closed its doors indefinitely due to the COVID-19 health crisis. You can check out their online classes and live streaming shows right now at vtcomedy.com. If you have the means, you can also donate on the website or on Venmo at Vermont Comedy Club. This community-minded small business will be back. And in the meantime, stay safe, take care of each other, and wash your hands. Now, back to the show. And we're back. We've been talking with Bobby Creel from Money Tomorrow. And now I'm going to bring my second guest into the conversation who works for a totally different subsidiary of Hogswood Cooper. He is a general manager at the Barnes at Elderton Fields, one of 12 upscale wedding venues across the Northeast. At his location in Western Connecticut, he and his crack staff are responsible for executing hundreds of weddings per year and sometimes multiple weddings per night. When he's not working, he follows heavy metal bands on tour. Please welcome Ty Fubbs, everybody. Hi, Ty. Yeah, man. Can you hear me? Yeah, man. Thanks hi, for having me, Dean. Hi. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Uh, what an exciting job you have. You're responsible for giving a whole lot of brides their special day. That's got to feel good, huh? Oh, absolutely, man. I love it. I love there's the pageantry of weddings, man. I love the I love just lovers in love, getting yeah. loved and showing their love and being in love, man. That's those are some deep thoughts from someone who's seen a whole lot of people in love. Um, I mean, you're, it's a real, uh, I hate to use the word factory, but you're really uh, cranking them out over there. Yeah, one way or another, man. Um, speaking of... Uh, Wait, what is it? What, what do you mean one way or another? <laughs> well, that's a different conversation for a different time, man. But uh, I was going to say, 
uh, Tommy Lee from uh, Motley Crue uh, got married uh, a couple months ago, man. It was such a great moment, man. Such. Was it at your at your venue? No, it was right next door. But I saw I I went over there on my break and I saw it, man. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, I know that uh, you know the the barns at Elderton Fields is like kind of right up against uh, a couple of. It's like almost like a strip mall for wedding venues. There's a whole lot of competition over there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's there's a couple inns, but uh, I pay them no mind. Like you said, I do a hundred weddings a week, sometimes wow. fifteen, sixteen a day. Wow. I'm burnt out, man. I'm burnt out. Yeah, I'm sure you are. I mean, that's a Between lot of... Between the paperwork and the, and then maintaining the staff and then making sure the weddings go sure. through, I, I I can't get involved with these people, personally. What What do you mean you can't get involved, involved well, that, with them? That's that's a different conversation for a different time. <laughs> okay, see, I've, this is the second time I've said something like that and you've, and you've, uh, and you've avoided the question, but I, I'm not a gotcha journalist, so I'm not going to press you on things. But I do wonder, uh, you know, you got a crack staff over there and you're, and you're in charge of them. And what, what are your challenges over there in trying to like, produce a, a good wedding? Well, making sure that, number one, uh, my staff is uh, uh, safe and sober, number one, and dressed sure. in um, their uniform. Which okay, is, so that's that's a that's a that's an issue. Sometimes is keeping them all sober and in their uniform. Yeah, sometimes because you know during the weddings, uh, some of the staff will come in and they'll just be wearing cut jeans and flip flops, you know. And then you know, right, the father of of the groom or the bride will be like, "Who's that bum?" And be like, "Well, that's that's the head of catering over there. I got to make you know, I got to make sure." Right, right. Now I know you're not like you're not uh, in the management team over there. You're you're more on the ground. But um, you know, maybe you could speak to this. I know that like. Uh, you know, the, the cost of a wedding at this place is not cheap. And uh, and a lot of people say, you know, that they're sort of upselling people who can barely afford a wedding at this place and even like financing their wedding uh, um, with high interest rates and stuff. Um, you get the sense that like these people are, are going into a, uh, an exorbitant amount of debt just to have their special day? You know, you would think, but the barns at uh, Elderton Fields or farms. I'm sorry, I've had too much too much uh, sambuca today. Um, no, I think it's barns. And uh, and are are you saying that in your effort to keep everyone sober uh, at work, you've failed on yourself? That yeah 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 yeah. That's <laughs> that's very good. That's very good point. What was the no comment, Dean? No comment. We'll pivot. Um, uh, I can tell when I'm uh, asking uncomfortable questions, and I I don't like that. So what's your what would you say your management style is with your staff? How what's your rapport like? Uh, you know how I mentioned uh, Tommy Lee from Motley Crue earlier. I like to compare myself to the Tommy Lee of general managing of, you know, uh, show up with the drumsticks. I'm like, you do that, you do that. Bang out jobs, rat a tat tat. Keep the rhythm. And then we have a good day. You know what I'm saying? Totally, um, totally. Um, um, I, I, you know, I want to, I want to make sure that uh, Bobby feels like he can ha be a part of this conversation too. So, uh, you know, maybe, I, maybe I'll circle back and ask Bobby um, what he thinks of of what uh, the Barnes are doing up there with like getting people who are like maybe maybe lower middle class into. Uh, you know, financial obligation to the barns uh, with high interest rates so they can have their special day. What do you, what, what's your <laughs> I got one, on I got one word. Girls, girls, girls. <laughs> I think you know what I'm thinking when I think, when I'm talking about that, when I'm talking about getting the barns and the girls get in there and they, 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 want, they want the, the special day. They take their money. They, 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 they have jobs. They have, usually there's two incomes. They becomes one. And then before they have children, then they go and then they spend it. They can spend it on the wedding. And then when they're done, they'll have a, a additional 
expendable income and then they'll spend it on stocks 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 that i can recommend and i can recommend a lot i can recommend a yeah. lot but you know what i'll tell you what i like this guy and i'll tell you what when this whole thing's over let's go get drunk and go see molly crew wait they're, they, they, they disbanded they're just to retire let's who do you want to see who do you want to see mumford and sons man mumford and sons. <laughs> let's go let's go drunk wow and mumford that is and not what i expected i expected something uh so you're a heavy metal fan who's also a fan of mumford that's interesting yeah um, Ty, I was just wondering, um, uh, are you married? Uh, I'm separated at the moment. Okay. Um, well, I mean, then this, that's going to make my next question kind of uh, awkward, but what was your wedding like? Well, it was in Vegas. It was in a courthouse actually, because I went to go fight a parking ticket and I asked my fiance at the time if, you know, let's commit to it and let's do it. And we did it. Wow. So you were just uh, spontaneous. You were there for another reason and you just went in and got it done. Is that, is that, is the fact that you got married, um, as a, as an afterthought to get it to paying a parking ticket, uh, has that come up in your conversations around separation? That's, that, that, that's another comment for another day. I, I like to well, pass on that. So many other comments <laughs> for other days. You're a real, you're a real tough nut to crack there, Ty. Uh, yeah, man. All right. All right. Uh, I mean, I, like I said, I won't press you on it. Um, I, I do want to ask you both about your hobbies. Uh, I'll, I'll bounce back to uh, Bobby here. I know Bobby likes to make like those very large bubbles out of, out of dish soap and stuff. I do. I do. Uh, I like to blow competitively. bubbles. How... How, how is that as a hobby and how do you do it in a studio apartment in Manhattan? Well, I blow the bubbles. I get in the bubbles. I'm, I'm one of those guys. I can I can get into the bubble and then walk around in the bubble. I, I, it's like they do like the magicians and stuff. They go in the wow. bubble and they walk around. I walk around in the bubble all day and I'm like, you know what? I have a better, better shot of staying healthy, staying in the bubble and walking around in the bubble. So I walk in the bubble as we are in an economic bubble. It, it, it's great. There's bubbles wow. everywhere. I love to blow bubbles. Bubbles couldn't have been when i was a child i love bubbles i said what do i want to do with a life what do i want to do with bubbles it's got to have to be do with bubbles and it be and of course i became involved in stocks because i love bubbles and then uh and then in the spare time i said what else do i love to do and i said i love to blow bubbles i love to blow bubbles so i blow bubbles wow. and i follow bubbles Wow, that's incredible. So, I mean, you just don't want any bubbles burst, metaphorically or literally. No, 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 I love them. I love them. I'm obsessed with bubbles. I, I was watching I was watching your iPhone version of your show the other day from your apartment, and you kept blowing bubbles as a part of the show, but then your cat would pop them. Yeah, my cat doesn't like bubbles. Isn't that funny? And he, guess what my cat's name is? Guess what my cat's name is, Dean? Oh, uh, it's not... Is it... Is it... Is it bubbles? Yeah, it's bubbles. bubbles. You got it right. Because I love the bubbles, you know? Sure, sure, sure. Um, well, so, uh, Ty, I, I, you, you say, well, you mentioned the Mumford thing, but you also mentioned uh, Tommy Lee. So, uh, but you take, uh, you know, months off at a time of your job and go on, uh, on tour and follow around heavy metal bands. Uh, how'd you get into that? Uh, well, it happened on accident. Um, I wanted to go see Billy Ray Cyrus in 92. Um, and tickets were sold out, so I came across a couple tickets to uh, uh, Gojira, hmm. and then from I felt I'm not familiar. No, well, you know, YouTube them. They're on Spotify. They got a channel, and Look, let's hear you sing, man. You can sing, right? Uh, is that a possibility? When there's lightning. You know it always brings me down like a rainbow, bump, bump, like a yeah. rainbow in the dark. Yeah. That was Dio, man. Ah, yeah, Ronnie James. He's like four. He's four foot eight. <laughs> I like this guy, man. He's like a lightning bolt on a caffeine, man. 
now we're gonna get. Wow, fun. you guys are really you're re- really getting along there. Yeah, right? we get uh, along. It's 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 meant to meant to hang, right? <laughs> meant to hang. Um, and uh, you know, I mean, I have a kind of a crazy idea here, but we're running out of time. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, Bobby when you were do when you were telling us what might happen after uh, you know if this thing goes on a little longer, and I, I started to ask have questions like what happens if like let's just say the government decided they were just going to print a little more money because we don't have quite enough in the in the system or whatever. So what I'm thinking is call me crazy is maybe Bobby would tell us what would happen in that scenario, but then maybe Ty could put a little background vocals behind it by singing a song he likes from uh, one of his metal bands. I mean, you guys seem to, you seem to want to work together. So I, I thought I'd try to bring you together. Is this a little, is this high concept? I'm just, I'm just, no, 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 we can, we can nice do it. Right? <laughs> you're a cool, you're a cool guy. We're gonna, Great. all right. So, you know what I mean? The, the other option is a deflationary depression, which is what happened in the, the, the great depression, which, which, which is, is a, the stock market fell. And then the, stock the, the and, and then the, <laughs> Yeah, and then the, the economy went down, and everyone was out of jobs, which uh, you know is deflationary, as we know. And the Fed, the Fed, and the Fed didn't step in. The Fed never decided to step in, and they just let it happen. They let it happen, and there was no FDIC at the time, so there was a run on the. There was a run on the banks, you know, the run on the banks, and and that that won't happen this time because they have the FDIC because the Fed is in on it. The Fed will put pump in money. They will keep pumping. Pumping, pumping, pumping. I think this is working pretty good. Yeah, you guys, why don't you keep singing the two of you, uh, your financial metal song while I do the credits? That? <laughs> That's all right, yeah. Here we go. Okay. You go for it. So that's about all the time we have for today on The Corporation. Uh, I want to thank my guests for speaking with me and our listeners for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Email me at DeanArdenfell at Hotmail.com. And remember, Dean Ardenfell is not and has never been an employee of Hogswood Cooper Media or any of its subsidiaries. We're going to hang, dude. Let's hang. When this is over, let's hang. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's uh, gentlemen. It's actually it is actually over. So, uh, <laughs> I I wish I was there. I, I could hang with you all. <laughs> I don't think we're supposed to hang with each other at all right now. Actually, <laughs> are you guys okay? Yeah, You're giggling. We're fine. We're fine. You're all right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, thank you, gentlemen. I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll catch up with you another time. Thank you so much for giving us. Your time. <laughs> Thanks, Dean. <laughs> Hold on to your hats, right. everyone. We'll see you all in Easter. The Corporation is a presentation of Unical Media. Dean Ardenfeld was played by Nathan Hartswick. Bobby Creel was played by John Lyons. And Ty Fubbs was played by Ryan Kenyon. Subscribe to hear new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. For more great stuff, follow The Corporation Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and check out thecorporationpod.com.